I'm Alex. And I'm Teddy. And I'm Spencer. And we are the, the Button Mappers. Hey, the Button Mappers. <laughs> Welcome to Game Talk, everybody, where this month is not Donkey Kong month. Don't let Teddy lie to you. He's going to lie to you. We already recorded the, the next episode. He's going to lie to you and say it's Donkey Kong month. It's not. We're, we're not doing that shit this month. Welcome to Game Talk. Right, yeah. Alex. This is actually Black Metal Month. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> For the most metal of months, we brought on the most metal of gamers, Black Metal Gamer. <laughs> Notorious BMG, what up, man? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me on. Oh yeah, and I, and I guess Spencer's here. I don't know. Hey, guys. <laughs> We're so metal. <laughs> oh, I'm here too. <laughs> hey, guys, how's it going? Nice <laughs> to see you. <laughs> Just talk like Nathan Explosion the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Look at the game talk. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Be the most metal episode of Game Talk ever. Um, but yeah, uh, just welcome to random Game Talk. We have a random uh, assortment of games. I'm excited to see what we have to throw out there. But, but before we do that, uh, we always open Game Talk with questions. Um, so let's go ahead and jump into those questions, guys. Before um, we jump, uh, one other place that you can jump is over to the Discord. You can uh, frolic and chat with button mapper fans not as easy as it looks is it teddy not as easy as it looks we're also on apple like every week (laughs) that again uninterrupted it's on apple podcast and spotify thank you yeah and uh while you're doing that you can throw a big dk barrel at that like button and do a ground pound on that subscribe button. So make sure you do that too. It's DK month, right? Is it not DK? No, I don't no, know. it's not DK month. Oh, sorry, it's not DK. Don't do that then. MG, you want to do any plugs? Uh, not much. You can just find me on YouTube, Black Metal Gamer. I'm on Instagram and YouTube. Used to do uh, video content reviews, stuff like that, skits, comedy songs. I occasionally do, but I'm just a video game live streamer now. Which, aka, I'm lazy. I just want to hit record and play games while you talk to me. Got the um, COVID nineteen anthem. That's true. I put some effort into that. You're, you're also <laughs> releasing an audiobook called "The Musings of a Madman," I believe, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna rant about people that piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> like poor people. Fat people. Oh. I didn't know we were doing this kind of show today. Can you give us a sample? Can you do one about gamers? Gamers? Yeah, you know what yeah. pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, <'cause> <laughs> uh, they don't piss me off too much. Oh, okay. What about ugly gamers? Yeah, ugly gamers. There we go. Oh, yeah. Your neck beard soy gamers. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, especially with their, f- especially if they're fat. They're in GameStop and they're wearing like an extra small and they're four hundred pounds. Like, why are you doing this? Wear a fucking muumu, all right? <laughs> wear a tent as a, wear a goddamn tent as a garb. And I don't want to smell your sweat. Like, gross. Take a shower, then go pick games. 
<laughs> there you go. Beautiful. Like, like what? This like, is what, more like, from his audiobook. <laughs> they smell like hot dog water. I don't got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> no time for hot dog water. We're moving to the next store. <laughs> A game hunting so, today. Moving on to our, our first question comes from dedicated fan of the show, Terry309. Up, Terry. Uh, we actually have two questions. We actually have two questions because, because Terry was recently crowned the uh, crowned crowned. <laughs> Terry was crowned the uh, question master for the ultimate Q and A uh, contest. So he gets two questions. Um, first question: What PC exclusive game do you want ported to console, and why? <laughs> what does that mean? Um, the Witcher Two. I don't know. Is that is PC? That's on 360. Yeah, that's on 360. Shit. Don't know any. Yeah, I don't Room know skate. any PC exclusive games. I know what hit. I want. I want VR chat on PSVR. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Ooh, I think I want the patched Kotor Two. So Kotor, for the history behind that, Kotor Two was first released on the Xbox, um, but it was not finished. Uh, it was just kind of rushed out and uh, just released as is. But it has a finished version on the on Steam. You can download it, and it's got a, the full everything that was cut, supposedly. Um, I would like that packaged up and put put back on the Xbox Store. That way, I could play it on my couch. Okay. Uh, you I know what? I would like Sonic Three Air. It's like the fan game. I don't know. It's one I'm of five games on my PC right now. I'm gonna say Minesweeper. Okay, moving on. <laughs> we also need serious the true serious Sam two and serious Sam four. We got the collection, and it's just first oh, and second encounter and three for some reason. Yeah, that that is true. I I could have said serious Sam two. I do want that one. Um, question two: What is the most expensive game you have ever bought? Uh, by this, I mean you paid a lot, not in it being uh, worth more later. Uh, the most expensive I've spent money on was Warsong on the Genesis. Um, I got it complete in box for sixty nine ninety nine. Uh, nice. I don't know. I just really thought that it would be a good strategy RPG on a system that really doesn't have many RPGs, and it kind of sucked. But I did get my time's worth, and I resold it for about the same. Does collector's editions count? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I spent about 130 bucks, I think, for God of War 3 Collector's Edition with the art book and the Pandora's box, which I still have. I mount my Viking drinking horn on top of it, which is fitting because years later, we got the God of War in uh, Scandinavia. So there you go. <laughs> if, if Collector's Editions count, mine is kind of embarrassing. Um we all knew it was about Tsunami Miku. No, it's not about boxers. Senran no. Kagura. No, it's you know surprisingly it's not Senran Kagura. It's actually not anything like that. It's it's uh, embarrassing. Uh, I'm trying to think of the name of the game. Oh, because it's Skylanders Imaginators. Uh, I bought the Crash Bandicoot edition that came with the uh, Crash Bandicoot and Cortex figures. Um, that was about a hundred bucks. <laughs> so. it, mine was probably some Atlas game or something for seventy bucks. Just to get the little additional pack-ins or something. I can't think of one. There's probably a couple that were but, 70 bucks, but that's about but, it. Uh, that's a wise investment, though. That's never going to lose its value. 
I got a bunch of the DS ones. They weren't that much, but the DS ones are awesome because they, they always had like a, a book with like a CD in it and then the pictures or whatever. And my, my Persona yeah. Q one has tarot cards. It's like that. the last time you used those. Yesterday. <laughs> nice. <laughs> had to get my reading. I mean, I'm not going to wake up and not do, do my reading. Yeah. And today I'm going to play my first tarot card. <laughs> <laughs> You've activated my your, tarot card. What's your sign, Spencer? Oh, God. It's tarot card. I don't Jack know. Frost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a lemur. You're a lemur. Yeah. What does that say about <laughs> Next question is from Majority. He is he asked, is the DK sixty four rap better than modern music? Why or why not? No. <laughs> modern rap music. Well, okay, okay. okay let's, yeah, yeah, let's, mo- yeah, the, yeah, modern rap music. Sorry, I skipped that part. The, well, I listen to underground stuff, so I I find some good shit. But mainstream, yeah, DK rap all day. <laughs> if I turn on the radio and listen to the newest songs. Yeah, DK wins. I would love to turn on the radio and hear, and hear the DK rap. <laughs> Gotta love DK month. It's not DK month. What uh, underground uh, hip hop's better than the DK rap nowadays? <laughs> Name one. Uh, I like E40 and Too Short. They still make music. They're about to start a super group called Mount Westmore with them two, Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube. So I'm looking forward to that. Okay. Well, hidden gem time. Yes, hidden gems. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it starts. <laughs> Alex has some competition. <laughs> oh, I'd be threatened by you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I don't listen to rap music, uh, but being that it is DK month, I will just agree that that it is better than current. current oh, rap. here's a good debate. DK rap or Parappa the Rapper rap? Parappa the Rapper. Dun, Parappa dun, the Rapper dun, all the way. Kick. Punch. <laughs> it's all in the mind. Parappa the Rapper has so many, has so many it, good It made me think of that because of your PS1 versus N64 talk. So that came to my mind. Like, that's the real debate. <laughs> it's the raps. <laughs> yeah, but how I about mean, the raps? <laughs> DK has We all know rap. which console's better. Let's talk about rap. <laughs> rap has got like five raps, so. Yeah. It's got many raps. Um, BG Mashup um, has the next question. I do want to clarify that he says, what an amazing guest, but he's talking about himself, so that's kind of that's kind of vain. Um, he was not talking about you. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I, I figured these were pre-written. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-text. <laughs> Question time. Like, what do you miss from the seventh generation PS3, Wii, and Xbox 360? I'll throw the Wii U in there because fuck it. Um, it is. That, that you hope makes a return in the current ninth generation. It could be a type of game, feature, or whatever else. Go Sin and Punishment. Like, like what game do we hope returns? Just that- anything. Like, like what do you miss yeah. from that generation that, that you want to see return? Is, uh, is it, I def- a I, type of game, feature, or whatever else? I definitely don't miss the PS3 store speed. That can go right in the trash. Oh my god! Oh my! I have haunting <laughs> memories of the fucking dial tones. It's like bonk, it's, and then you just sit there forever. <laughs> it's like using dial-up on Internet Explorer. It's it's garbage. Uh, I miss Max Max Paint Three. Bring that back, remastered, 120 frames. 
They should. Uh, uh, Rockstar wants to act like it doesn't exist. We got L.A. Noir. I don't need L.A. Noir in 60 frames. It's a it's a <laughs> fucking point and click adventure. Fuck. Yeah, they don't do anything with that character anymore. There's so many games though. Uh, I straight despise that like, generation. We need more. We we need more. Yeah, it was it was. People praise it, but dude, that was the decline of Japanese gaming for a long time. You had to search for like the niche RPGs on the Wii and PS3. Well, even 360 had shit like Lost Odyssey and stuff like that. But many Japanese devs tried to be Western, and it ruined everything. Like Quantum Theory is that the game? Yeah, the the, the yeah. wannabe Gears game. Oh God. <laughs> oh my um my uh. Is that Ninja Theory? Who was that? Is that one no, that was. Right? I think I thought that was Koei Tecmo. Yeah, was, never mind. It, yeah, it was Koei, wasn't it? I got okay. Yeah, I, Ninja Theory did Heavenly Sword and uh, Devil May Cry. Like the, the I get them mixed one, up a lot. Which is, sorry, I get them mixed up with Team Ninja. <laughs> actually, <laughs> yeah, a lot. A lot of people do. Um, I I would just hope that that. Instead, I would reverse his question and say, "What do I want from it?" And what that, or what, what do I not want from it? And it would be everything. Uh, I, I just wish that whole generation <laughs> would just go away and we could restart. <laughs> hey, hey, I have a good one. You might agree with Spencer. Um, we need more Wii Masters, like Wii Hidden Gems on the Switch. I'll take that. I mean, we're getting Skyward Sword. That's a start, but there's so many good games on the Wii. No, get rid of that too. <laughs> you know what, Fuck you, you, Spencer. You, you know what Donkey Kong returns in 1080p? No, return in 4K. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, on the yeah on the on the uh the Super Switch, whatever Switch Pro. Basically, with that generation, they just said, you know what? <laughs> Fuck RPGs. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, I'm out. Fuck you. That was that Here's whole generation. <laughs> yeah, Nino Cooney. Nino Cooney. You had a uh, yeah the the Project Rainfall shit on the Wii. I mean, we did get Xenoblade Chronicles on the Switch. So they already brought that. Go. They remastered that twice. So <laughs> I'll take. I, I dude, I'm scared to play that game. I don't want to play a hundred hour game, and I don't like RPGs with relationship shit in it. Stupid. Xenoblade Chronicles is really good. It's it the relationship stuff. It, I wouldn't worry about no, it. No, no, no. You just you just talk trash about Wii ports. I don't want to hear you talk about that. No, name is Wii ports. <laughs> they that took a sailing game. <laughs> I call them yeah. Wii. I call them Wii Masters. <laughs> Wii, Wii Masters. Masters. Yeah, Wii Masters. Yeah, they they took the good ones. Everything else is just refuse. I don't want it. You know, like uh, Wario Shake 'em. <laughs> I think I could live without playing Wario Shake Shake 'em. Shake them. Skip it. I know. I'm like, dude, I'm like shaking the Joy-Cons like they're two dildos. Like, I don't know, man. I, I got to move on. <laughs> yeah, I got things to do in my life. <laughs> it ain't what this. What my life? <laughs> I, guess, uh, I guess my answer would be I want to see Sega do something with Binary Domain. That game was cool. Like, yes. Nowhere, so. I have my PS3 copy. Man, I, I wish they'd. I wish that was on back compat on the Xbox so it could they, be upscaled because yeah they they tried to sell that game as like a gears type shooter but it's so much more than that so very cool game yeah it's a real good real good Goku game it's almost an RPG it's just the combat isn't RPG standards it's a cover shooter but 
like your choices, your party. I was like, this is a this is a RPG full on through with the story. It's yeah, like the good. replicants. Yeah, I liked it. Except we got Axel Wolf asked a question. He says, "Has a video game ever ruined a friendship for you?" Uh, I guess in my case, it was. I can't. What the fuck was that? I don't know. It's, it's a bunch of emojis. I can't. Uh, Axel Wolf, look, look at man. I don't uh, speak emoji. Use your words. <laughs> Did he put a bunch of eggs? Is there a bunch of eggplants? He might be saying something else. Okay. No, there's like a chicken. Okay. There's a cancel sign, and then there's like a a tongue uh, sticking out of a mouth. I can't tell. Whoa, what maybe a, maybe a game that ended friends with benefit? Because I'm thinking cockleck and canceled. <laughs> Much for that oh, friendship. <laughs> yeah. Uh, has a video game ever ruined a friendship for you guys? No, nah, yeah, it's not that deep, fam. <laughs> I guess. Um It's ruined my um like my camaraderie with my brother in our like at a certain age. I used, we used to get in fights over Street Fighter and he'd cry like a little bitch because I'd beat him. Edit that with Smash Bros. Um just I was I was not a nice kid. I've never been a nice person, so I apologize in advance for what this is gonna sound like. <laughs> Uh, a friend of mine lent me Pokemon Yellow, and then I lent it to another friend <laughs> in exchange for some Pokemon cards. And then the original friend came by to ask where it was, and I said, "I don't know. I'll get it to you in, like tomorrow." And then uh, that's why you don't have Chrono Trigger today. Yep, there you go. That's karma. <laughs> and uh, I didn't lose that first friend, but the second friend that I lent it to, I got mad at him for not being home. And then, uh, I don't, we weren't like close friends anyway, so I don't think it was anything serious, but yeah, there's my douchebag story. I have many more. Only, I, I wouldn't say friendships are ruined. I mean, it's not deep at all, but, um, with, I mean, unless you're looking at I can dip, the, uh, closest it's come is with friends who've like they show their true colors when it comes to being super imposing and opinionated about video games like dude skyrim's like if you don't like this you're stupid I'm like okay and so i i just try not to like buy into like no friend hype about certain video games huh Fortunately for me, I was the biggest game dork of anybody I hung out with, so that wasn't a problem. I just kind of kept my gaming to myself. I didn't hype shit. Uh, I did, um, however, we had a sleepover back in the Super NES era. We had a sleepover, and um, one of my friends fucking cried like a little bitch and threw a temper tantrum because uh, we all wanted TMNT, Turtles in Time, on Super NES. Sleepover, right? What a perfect game to play co-op with this motherfucker wanted sim city <laughs> we're just talking <laughs> shit like dude we're not about to have a fucking sleepover and watch you build cities all night get the fuck out of here <laughs> sleep over your house if you want that okay sleep dude, that's something you stay up by yourself all night the fuck <laughs> 
I don't say I've like ruined friendships. I'm definitely still friends with these guys, but there was a time where like I had a group of friends that were like super into like um like playing Call of Duty online and like Halo and stuff, and I just wasn't really into it. So I just I just didn't go over there as, as much as I you know as I did before. I was just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> so you know, I was like, I'll I'll stay here and play Street Fighter Four or whatever. Alex, I think it's saying cockblock. Oh. Oh. Ah, that makes sense. Axel Wolf, you gotta not do that, okay? I'm old. I don't I, I don't know the emojis. Dude, are we evolving back to Egyptians with these emojis? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna like in a thousand years there'll be hieroglyphics of a poop emoji and eggplant with lips. And aliens will be like, what is this? What does it mean? <laughs> That's just a theory. The internet, social media, YouTube poop theory. <laughs> Evolution is cyclical. Thanks for commenting. <laughs> Next up, we have RPG Archive. Uh, he says, question for you. Is there any game slash movie that you saw professional reviewers, quote-unquote professional reviewers, score one way that you felt they missed the ball entirely? Um, I, I think the the example that comes to my brain first, because it's it's such like a... Um, a most like very common example was... I think it was IGN gave God Hand like a four or something. Oh, yeah, and they, they turned oh, out they never played like it. That. Yeah, they never played it because that, that game's amazing. It's just like I didn't play it. Like scored worse than like Imagine Baby or something. The guy couldn't beat the first level, so he just gave it a four out of ten. <laughs> was it Dean Takahashi? It was him, wasn't it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Somebody from somebody from IGM, but that's like one of the most. It's the, it's, it's the guy that couldn't pass the tutorial in Cuphead. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! For uh, me, it's no. kind of the opposite. Oh, are you done? No, I was. I was gonna give an actual answer. My real answer is, you know, I'm a Sonic fan, so basically, you know, my entire existence. Um, moving on. For me, it's kind of an opposite problem. Like, I like reading like the Nintendo reviews. I subscribe to Nintendo Force. I get the physical magazines. But when you go to the back of the magazine, and everything is a six and above, and there's nothing below that, you know, something's wrong. So I just don't like this kind of like supreme loyalty to games and the like overhype um, because of brand loyalty. You said it was a Nintendo magazine? It's called Nintendo Force. It's like the spiritual successor to Nintendo Power. It's a fan project and it's like a Patreon thing. Well, well I'll show you after the show. It's I mean, cool. It, interesting. At that point, it, it's funded basically by Nintendo. You have to imagine. <laughs> So. I get it. But, you know, <laughs> be real about gal metal. <laughs> no, it's amazing. It's innovative. Gal metal. Through the first stage. <laughs> Just leave out the part where you can't get to the next stage. <laughs> I think they did give that a four, but whatever. Yeah. Um, Sorry, what was the question again? I kind of missed this one. Um, is there any game slash movie that you saw professional reviewers score one way and you felt they missed the ball entirely? Oh, yeah, I'd say like or The Order 1886. That was a good game that got lampooned because of its length for some reason. 
I played a little bit of that game. That, that game's really fucking pretty. Yeah, that was a tech demo. Yeah. Uh, it should have been 40 bucks. It wouldn't have got blasted like that. Mine would be a movie. It, it was The Last Jedi. That's when I completely gave up on oh. reviewers. When, when, when I still... Yeah, I still like, haven't watched it. I listened to Itch podcast with you, like giving a deep review of it, and I was like, I don't want to see this shit. Oh my god, it was so <laughs> bad. It's like, it's like, can't we just admit that it's bad and that like created like a whole firestorm on the internet? People just be like, it's not bad. He was just trying to defy your expectations, and it's just, bro. Oh you don't, god. you don't, you don't want to talk to me about Last Jedi, me or Damon, because uh, we have the opposite uh, opinion. Oh my god. We, I, I I hate I hated seven and nine Com- completely. So um, eight 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 was the only one I somewhat enjoyed. But um, it tried to it tried to be different. I don't understand why you would try to be different. I'm not, people, listen, I'm not getting into it though. Okay. <laughs> I, I'd say uh, the Ray trilogy is the Final Fantasy thirteen trilogy of Star Wars movies. There yeah, go. the whole thing is just shit. Like. Can we just package it as bad? Waste of my damn time. <laughs> and just start over, do a new one, pretend it never happened. I think they're actually going to do that, which is pretty funny. But I think I heard they're going to actually create like an alternate universe. Which <laughs> is hilarious. I do like the awkward, weird beams of uh, Adam Driver shirtless with his like his steroid packs. That's <laughs> just hilarious. His, his bo- yeah, his box chest. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Uh, I think was it Razor Fist said that guy looks like a real life uh, sketch, like a criminal sketch art. Yeah, his face. <laughs> <laughs> that was a strange looking man. When he took off his shirt, like everyone's like, he's kind of buff. He's like, it, it should have been. He's kind of buff, but he also looks really weird and terrible. He looks like a robot. Yeah, yeah. He looks like there's something wrong with him. <laughs> yeah, like, like he's got like, like he still has a skinny Roger Waters from Pink Floyd face head on like his big like Mech Man flesh body. It's fucking weird. Yeah, it looks like his chest is gonna open up for like missiles to come out. Of him. Yeah, <laughs> it looks odd. <laughs> yeah, that was like the most Kojima shit I've seen in a not Kojima movie. <laughs> yeah. Moving on, SNES Mapper asks, what is the most gory or violent game you have played? That's a good question for you, Jason. What you got? Oh, shit. All right. I got Splatterhouse 09 on the 7th gen. That was a gory game. I mean, you rip out organs off a monster's asshole. Um, and probably the, the past two Mortal Kombat games, dude. Pick your poison, X or 11. Those are gory as fuck games. That was probably my answer too. Was X or Eleven? Those games brought the the fatalities just up a fucking notch. Like my favorite one is the one, one from um, X, where you play as Kenshi and you like twirl the sword around as like a um, a blade, you know, as like a saw or whatever, and you push the person through it, and it slowly chops them into like little tiny pieces. And it's like, holy fuck! <laughs> I never thought this would be a thing. Uh, I don't play gory games. I don't. I don't like gory things. I'm very averse to it, like blood and guts. Um, like I play Dragon Quest. <laughs> I, I don't like seeing blood. Um, I guess oh, Dragon Quest is awesome. Yeah, I, I like how sunny yeah. it is and warm and fun. Get a Dragon Quest yeah. food. Um, I guess like a, a game that I actually liked and played a lot of. I would say Metal Gear Solid Three was pretty had. <clears throat> Brutal parts to it, I suppose. So you don't like any Resident Evil? 
I played. You know, Resident Evil. I played. Um, we did a we did a game a, a playthrough of the original Resident Evil remade on the GameCube, and I thought it was good. I didn't think it was that gory though. Yeah, like, the original wasn't that bad. No, two remake gets to the gory territory. Four. So yeah, the old school ones aren't too but, bad. They're just what? point and click games. You played The Last of Us, Spencer. Do you think those count as like violent or gory? Oh yeah, that's gory. <laughs> yeah, they, I guess they I have guess... like really like visceral, you know. Moments. They, they had brutality to it. I, yeah, there was there were moments. It didn't stand out to me though. Like as like I don't think of it as gory. I think of it as a story between a guy and his kid. So I don't I don't necessarily tragedy happens. That's the tragic parts. But it's like it's intentionally gory. Like you're out just hate criming shit. Well, I think that's kind of like what what makes you stick out to me is that like the parts where Joel has to like fend you know like fight hand to hand and stuff. It feels so yeah. visceral because it feels real, you know. So. Yeah, I guess that's up there. Maybe maybe that would be more violent than Metal Gear Solid Three. I guess that yeah. Last of Us Two needs to go to PC so I can get my dream mod of Abby Golf Beating Simulator. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy, what you got? Uh, probably in recent memory, um, Super Mario Sunshine. You know, with <laughs> blood and uh, a lot of gore when you're spraying. If you don't no, have an um, answer, I have an actual answer. Hey, if you I, mod I, I that do, game obviously. with blood instead of water, that'd be a gory ass game. Now we're talking. <laughs> On Nintendo, making a blood uh, I was going to go Yakuza 0. I mean, I'm not big into the gore either, but there's a lot of scenes, like uh, some cutting of the fingers and um, some real, you know, badass beatdowns. So um, I, I enjoyed what I played of 0, 6, a little bit of 1. So, yeah. Oh, Jeff, I was no, say, back, back in the day, Teddy, you and I reviewed Mad World. I didn't like it. Yeah, but doesn't it mean it's not gory or violence. <laughs> I didn't even remember that existed, so I don't Yeah. I guess technically, it's what is the one you you have played? So I guess sure. the goriest game I've ever played. <laughs> that might be first a, act of Mad World. <laughs> what yeah. about like Doom? Anybody fuck with Doom? The re the reboots? Oh yeah, those are good. Good examples. I don't think these guys really care. So. It has the devil in it. <laughs> <laughs> so this Dragon Quest, okay? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> My mom says I can't play Doom, so. Sorry. <laughs> Last question, kids, coming from Turbo Zone. What seems like a nice guy. Um, Turbo. Oops, my, oops, my screen went into sleep mode. Hold on. There we go. Turbo. Um, Turbo. Turbo. <laughs> when you were a kid, what was your dream job? Be realistic, Spencer. Everybody wanted to be a billionaire dinosaur robot cyborg. Um. And how did your interests change <laughs> as you got older, as they did? So basically, what, like, what did you want to be when you were a kid? Wait, why, why did you say be realistic, Spencer? Everyone wanted to be a billionaire dinosaur cyborg pirate. What, what is, is that an illusion or something? Cause, yeah, because that's what you wanted to be, right? <laughs> you really liked Otacon. I guess he's, he, he's <laughs> assuming you'd make some far-fetched um, job occupation. I don't know. I mean, I was really dumb. I mean, I still am, but I, I was really dumb as a kid. I wanted to be, <laughs> I wanted to be a fire truck. Well, right. My, I mean, I mean, I mean. Currently, my my dream job is to be a bed tester working graveyard shift. So, <laughs> 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 it's a kid at all. But no, but no. When I say that, like, be realistic. Like, like a job that could have actually happened. You know, not like I want to be a fire truck. You know. Okay. <laughs> As mm, a, a young man, teenager, music producer, want to make metal records and shit for other bands. 
I used to really like drawing, so I wanted to be an artist. I, I wanted to be a cartoonist. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one time something I wanted to do, but that was at a younger age. Yeah, doing comic book art. Let's do game journalism. But look at me now. You're more of a journalist than most. Yeah, anybody with a YouTube channel now is damn near a game journalist. They're more credible than uh, click sites like GameSpot. Who even really takes those sites seriously anymore? Yeah, <laughs> what is their purpose? <laughs> oh, you can't bath about GameSpot? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Spot, more like GameSpite. Okay, hate them. It's metal, like right? Game, game snot, if you know what I mean. I blew my nose reading that Pokemon review. Yeah. <laughs> well, those were our questions. Thanks for the questions. And if you have a question, put your question down in the comments where we have the questions, and we'll answer them in the questions of next game talk when we answer the questions. I have a question. What's that? No, put it in the comments. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll add it to the comments below. <laughs> Now's the part of game talk where we're talking about the games. <laughs> And uh, since we have a guest, we'd like to have the guest go first. Um, Jason, buddy, you got a game yeah. to talk about for Game Talk? Yeah, I got a couple. <laughs> I was talking about Ubisoft before we started the show. Uh, I've been playing uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising. Went straight to that after Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I like Ubisoft games, man. They they litter their map with shit to do. Like it's unnecessary. Yeah, that's that's oh. one of my, my biggest pet peeves. Do you want to like go into maybe like what the what the game's about for people that don't know anything about Immortals Penis Rising? <laughs> um, I'm still early on. I'm just doing. I'm trying to like what free the gods from certain regions. It's just Greek things, Greek mythological storyline. Um, I'm I'm fucking around more so than anything, finding loot, grinding stuff like that, doing some of the puzzles. It's enjoyable. Um, my gripes with it though is the puzzles kind of feel uh, I don't know. They're not finely tuned. They're not like a uh, Breath of the Wild shrine. Those were like really well made puzzles. Some of these are just infuriating. And feel cheaply made and tacked on so i might go back to those who knows but i'm doing more of like looking for chests and doing more of the outdoor puzzles more than anything you know everyone's saying that it's a zelda clone like in in all aspects like in combat and exploration and puzzles like in all those ways basically <laughs> Well, yeah, when you climb, too, you have stamina that drains. So you got to have potions to refill that or unlock more stamina bars. Sound familiar? It's not a Zelda clone. Let's let's rephrase that. It's a Breath of the Wild clone, yeah. which Breath of the Wild is like a, a, like a hybrid of Witcher and, and Skyrim and other Ubisoft games, which Ubisoft is ripping off an Ubisoft ripoff game of Ubisoft. Wait, wait. Oh, oh, my yeah. God, my head's going to pop. <laughs> <laughs> No, and I can second that. Yeah, I've played about ten hours, and yeah, it's it's definitely it feels like not as good Breath of the Wild. It feels like I said, "Hey, mom, pick me up some Breath of the Wild," and she was like, "We already have Breath of the Wild." Sorry. Yeah, it's right, it, it, it's it's, right here. <laughs> it's like the Battletoads compared to the TMNT 
of uh, Zelda games, or like the GoBots of Zelda. It feels like off-brand the- Zelda games. How is the mythology handled? You like it? I like the humor. It's kind of quirky and silly. If you like Disney's Hercules, you'll like this. There's some of your favorite, like, uh, Greco-Roman uh, tie-ins. Um, I'm pretty early on. I can't even remember, honestly. I'm sorry. Did you I'll see, like, a Cyclops your, or something? Like, I'm mostly a... dealing... I'm dealing with Hermes right now, just collecting gods. I think I dealt with, um, Athena. No, not Athena. What's the bitch that's tied to the tree? She's that's a tree a, bitch. That's, um, Aphrodite. Aphrodite, there you go. I just um, got done with that. Yeah, one of my favorite parts of the game right now is Ares, the god of war, has been turned into a chicken. Um, so that's, that's <laughs> really? kind of like a fun side quest, yeah, is that, like, Ares is, is just a chicken now, and you have to help him, like, you know, free himself from being, like, this weird chicken form where he's, where he's worthless, which is funny. Spoiler alert! Damn it, I was so bummed of this Oscar award-winning game story. <laughs> Ares. <laughs> you can block it's funny, emoji. It's, it's pretty yeah, fucking I, funny. I like, yeah, I like how the game is um, slapstick. It is a slapstick Ubisoft game, like I said. It's almost like when they made a, um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's like, let's do that again, but let's make it stupid. Like as far as like the, like the storyline, like just tongue in cheek and cartoony. It's like an alternate universe version of that game. I don't know if you all played uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's the same team though. No, but I'm I I love Greek mythology, so that's why I wanted to pick up this game. Played Prince of Persia. Is that similar? <laughs> Prince of Persia. N- well, n- it's published by Ubisoft. <laughs> Prince of Persia. I mean, if you're saying it's like. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Prince of Persia would be like the great, great, great grandfather of that, right? Well, Prince of per- uh, Assassin's Creed, the first one's more like it was a Prince of Persia game, and they scrapped right. the concept and re- re-labeled it. But those games are a little more different. These new past three Ubisoft games, Valhalla, Odyssey, and Origins, they're almost like Witcher wannabe clones. They turn them into RPGs. You know, you don't. I mean, yeah, you're an assassin, but they're like historical simulators almost. Like, here, here's a History Channel presents Ancient Egypt, the game. Oh, History <laughs> Channel presents Ancient Greece, the game. You know, and you have, like, yeah, things going on. But, dude, you can't kill anybody you want with assassinations in these games. There's, like, level caps, stuff like that. I remember trying to play Origins, and I was like, it seems like this game really wants to be, like, The Witcher 3 but they don't want to put the effort into like story or like um, dialogue or cutscenes or uh-huh. make, make it seem as you know, the things that make Witcher three great. They're just like, we have a game and a world. Let's just put them in there and let make them level up. Like in that Witcher game. <laughs> See, I enjoyed them, but to, to fix it from not being tedious and long, I, first of all, I'll put in the easiest mode I can. So then grinding is not an issue. You can kind of breeze through the game and just stick to the main quest. Do not try to touch every single question mark. <laughs> you're just going to you're going to feel like you're doing a job. But isn't that I I go back and forth on these kinds of games because if you don't make the side quest worthwhile and then the main story isn't that interesting, which maybe it is to you, I don't know. But at what point does it become a job? And then you're just like I'm just doing playing this game as uh, well, a, as okay. a job. <laughs> 
Well, there's differences. There's there's story side quests, and then there's story main quests, and then there's just nonsense. Like, oh, c kill ten boars to get a boost and like potion level up. Oh, do this or like oh, unlock all these forts. Like for what? Just if, if there's no narrative involved, then I'm not gonna do it. But there is some side shit, and it'll label it as such. Like we actually talk to people, and there's cutscenes, and it's leading to something. I mean, you must have hated Super Mario Odyssey. <laughs> What's that? You must have hated Super Mario Odyssey. Oh, <laughs> uh, the, the, no, that's a, I like it, but I don't think it's as great as everyone says it is. I, I'm not going to collect all those moons. I'm not into uh, <laughs> collectors. I'm not into uh, tedious scavenger hunt, yeah. hunt gaming. Not like that. Like I love Mario Galaxy. That's one of my favorite 3D Marios. That I, is actually well made and fun. But they're not littering fucking stars and moons everywhere. Yeah. So you don't want to talk to Toad? Uh, no, I'll talk to Toad if, if he's okay. worth my time. Because <laughs> usually Toad will make it worth your time. At least in these in the Mario games. Collecting certain things gives you more things to do, like levels, levels to play, and that's the point. Like I like the platform. Assassin's Creed, though, <laughs> some pointless shit gets you a different variant of a piece of armor with no stat increase, or oh, a different skin. Like I don't give a fuck about getting a purple horse. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, maybe if I, I, I want a prince build. I can kind of feel some of that. See, so like when I picked up uh, Immortals, it's because Breath of the Wild, <laughs> is my, you know, is my favorite Dream of Zelda game. And then I also love you know Greek mythology, so I was like, oh, you put the two together, you know, I'm I'm immediately interested. So I I picked it up and I played about ten hours so far. It's fun, but I can definitely feel some of that Ubisoft map, you know, rubbing off on this game as well. Where it's just there's yeah. just so much pointless shit everywhere, you know. It's just like. I get it, like, yo, it's so much value. You have so much you could do, but like, what's what's the value if like if, if none of it means anything? That, yeah, that's like that's like all you can eat Taco Bell buffet. It's like I, I don't want that. I'd rather just go to a nice steakhouse. <laughs> like, yeah, one, you have all this food to eat, but do you really want to eat thirty tacos? You're talking to the wrong. You're talking to the wrong podcast. <laughs> we have a whole <laughs> whole segment of our audience is pro Taco Bell. They're probably gonna burn yeah, you. Yeah, like, they, if Taco Bell had all you can eat entry fee, <laughs> I'm all in. <laughs> they, they've been, How much? They've and been, yes, yeah, we we've been getting pressured to do the Taco Bell map out. So, Dominic, <laughs> <laughs> it was nice knowing you. <laughs> I've worked at Taco Bell four different times in my life. Whoa! <laughs> Fun fact. Oh my god! <laughs> it's the easiest job to get. They don't care. They'll hire anything, anybody, <laughs> anything. No, leave it at anything. <laughs> anything. I like that. <laughs> got got a dog anything. in there. Yeah. 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 Do yeah, you put a you put a um, a fucking black apron on a lawn gnome by the register? <laughs> That's good enough. <laughs> it'll make the illusion that we care about helping the inside lobby customers while we just do our drive through like normal <laughs> love to pull to the drive through and see a gnome uh, about, um, back to immortal phoenix rising though i think where it really shines is the humor um it's a beautiful game and i like the combat i think the combat's nice wait, 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 I, like, wait. I like upgrading the combat you think it's a beautiful game i saw that game i think it looks like crap well, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa! What console are you playing on? Look, look, we got to clarify this. I'm not playing that game. I saw it on, I believe, saw it. 
PS4? Yeah, I saw it. I mean, we're talking about the graphics, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so graphically, I saw it on the PS4. I thought it looked terrible. Oh, I'm on the One X. I mean, on a PS, but on, I got, on a PS4, it looked like a 360 Why? game. What did you not like about it? Like the textures. I think the art. I and, think the art style will hold over for a while. Like cel shaded GameCube games, though. It's just a. It's an art direction choice. I, I swear I saw it. I was like, this looks so bad. Am no, I just missing I it? I Switch, and the Switch is very, really ro- you know, low resolution because, you know, I'm playing on a Switch, but it still looks nice, you know, the, the art style. Yeah, when it comes to cartoony games, I am not a graphics snob. If it comes to, like, a AAA game, then I'm going to get out my magnifying glass. I don't know. I, I guess I like the art style. Maybe it's not the graphics. I just like the art style. Said it like it takes me back to like Disney's Hercules kind of, but um the, the the combat at least is pretty cool. Like as soon as I can upgrade anything on my combat based skill tree, I'm all there. Yeah, I guess it so looks okay. So I'm looking okay. forward to like more boss fights and shit like that. Yeah, <clears throat> I can definitely see the Breath of the Wild in it though. I definitely. You don't hear my ringtone, do you? I don't think so. No, what is it? Okay. Oh, it's my Alex Jones, um, Bill Gates <laughs> comment. <laughs> Can you do this? He's like, no, you're not going to stick your metal penis in me. You're not going to inject your poisonous semen inside of me. But now I know you're saying that I not have no right to be ranked by Bill Gates' metal pecker. <laughs> That's good. That's a really good Alex Jones. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> Could you do a quick Alex Jones review of Immortals Phoenix Rising? Yeah, Just like a can really you do quick the one? rest of the Immortals as Alex Jones? <laughs> so we got this game sitting on uh, ancient Greece, uh, Immortal Phoenix Rising. Um, I don't know if this is like a tie-in with the Illuminati or the Bilderbergs, any of those kind of organizations, but what you got to do is uh, seek out the ancient gods, um, the globalists of the ancient times. We don't want to deal with the globalists because they want to poison our minds with their propaganda media lies. Um, so what you do is venture out across the lands and at least you still have the freedom you have your wings before big pharma wants to take away those <laughs> uh, you fly around and hover you can hover with your wings to collect um uh, the natural resources uh make sure you go to infowars.com we have uh resources too uh we have non-fda uh poisoned uh pharmaceuticals and um uh organic plant-grown products anyways you go around you collect resources to try to fight the gods um there's nothing more i have to say though i'm pretty early on in the game <laughs> wow alex you had a very informative review and you've linked me to a couple very interesting products what would you like to see in the future from this company I can't take away my weapons! <laughs> <laughs> well done. That was beautiful. Dude, my, some of my favorite moments is that, like, it's not, like, all the time, but, like, every once in a while, Jason, you'll you'll just send me a voice clip of, like, just, like, you doing something like that, and I'll just be sitting there, like, like, I'll, like, I'll be at work, and I'll be like, huh, Jason, the thing, and I'll play it, and it'll be like, yeah, fucking Alex Jones is ranting about something. <laughs> 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 what the fuck? <laughs> I know. I need to just start doing little clips like that on my channel. Just make random audio vlogs. 
That shit's more I'm interesting pretty, to me yeah, than I'm pretty sure if fate. I go back on my fucking messenger, I have a ton of them and you just sent me over time. Where I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is he doing? It's like one in the morning. Um, what, oh, yeah. I, I have that luxury at my job. I have downtime. I work my own section of my store. So if I have crazy shit in my head, I'll voice record it and then tag friends on, on the messenger. <laughs> Jason, quit doing your Alex Jones impression of finish. <laughs> Why are you yelling at Big Mac and cheese boxes right now? We're worried about you. Um, what are you? When are you going to do your Christmas songs? Bring those back. Oh man, I don't know. Spur the moment. I'll probably do it this year. Maybe. Please. Maybe do I will. It. Maybe I won't. No, nothing made me more. <laughs> put me more into the spirit of Christmas and hearing your songs. <laughs> Those are time-consuming, but they are worth it. They are funny. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't want to cut you off, Jason, but we got to move on to the next uh, person here on Game Talk. Who wants to go next? Teddy? Well, it's funny you should ask. I did not pick a Donkey Kong game. I did, in fact, pick Star Fox Zero, the first game on the Wii U that I've beaten, so that's a big, momentous thing. A little backstory about my interest in Star Fox Zero. It is the first Wii U game that I saw that made me want the console. And that's kind of fascinating because the Wii U had a decent lifespan, you know, and this was like 2016 was like one of the last games that came out for it. So nothing I had seen up to that point made me that particularly interested in the Wii U. But I thought, wow, this is cool. I like the gyroscopic feature on the 3DS. I like controlling Mario Kart that way. Maybe Star Fox will be the same. Hmm. Not exactly. We're going to get into that. Uh, some things about Star Fox Zero uh, I think are important to mention. Uh, just kind of like the hype leading up to it was interesting. I know a lot of people didn't really buy into it, but I did like the uh, Nintendo shorts that they were doing uh, with the puppets. And there's like a little backstory with Shigeru Miyamoto uh, talking about walking under archways in Japan. And uh, so I, I thought like that was interesting. And um, as far as the actual game, it's said to be kind of a Star Fox 64 remake in a sense. It is. It follows the same basic framework as Star Fox 64, where uh, Pigma betrays the team and uh, Andra survives and, you know, your father, James McLeod, is missing. And you go across a lot of the same kind of levels, but they're replayed in a completely different way. So yes, you go through the R-Wing and you might see some nostalgic, um, you know, memories of these planets, but the, the gameplay is just completely different. Uh, you, first off, have four mechanisms for controlling in the game. You have the R-Wing, you have the Walker, which is the Star Fox 2 thing, you have the Gyro Wing, and you have the Landmaster. Every stage has about three phases, and they can often try and vary how you play with those uh, different armaments, I guess I'll call them. Uh, if I'm just talking strictly about the, the way that the level plays, uh, they're interesting and there's some levels that are good and some levels that just aren't. Uh, I think, you know, when we look at like Star Fox 64, there's a lot of classic stages and I would say the worst is probably that underwater one, which at worst is a nuisance. In Star Fox Zero, you have some really good ones like your Corneria and then I think there's actually some really standout ones that kind of remind me of a kind of Star Wars Death Star kind of vibe. Um, 
but then the ones that are bad are just awful. I remember spending upwards of 30 to 40 minutes in Zone S. Zone S is like a stage that was really good in Star Fox 64, but in the Star Fox Zero version, you have to pilot the gyro wing in order to turn off like four nuclear things. And there's like these armaments that like look to see if your ship is found. That's half the length of Star Fox 64. That is kind of like padding in a sense for this game. And it's really just a disruptor to the overall experience. I picked this up three times. It took me my third time to be able to finish it. And part of the real problem has to do with the gamepad. When it comes to uh, the actual gameplay of Star Fox Zero, you are using the Wii U gamepad as a sort of cockpit view of the level. And on the main screen, you would see the ship from a third person perspective. And the issue that I really have with it is that I really want to be able to pay attention to the top screen and to experience the level that way but it really just messes with your aim because you're doing a kind of gyroscopic aiming with the gamepad so there's often this kind of confusion of where you look sometimes you're supposed to look at the tv and sometimes you're supposed to look at the gamepad while you're playing and it's just not clear all the time when you're supposed to do which i never game over across the uh, time playing through this game but i did lose a couple ships at a couple annoying segments and so uh it was a little bit frustrating in that regard do i think it's the most heinous awful uh creation from nintendo and offender to the Star Fox series no i think it was interesting and i i did appreciate the new spin I, but at the end of the day i think it's something that's interesting and not necessarily fun. This was an experience in frustration through a couple levels, but I am glad to say that I gave it the fair shot. There was one line of text that had me uh, kind of emotional during it. Um, those who played through the game know what that is. Um, but other than that, I would say if you're if you like the Star Fox series and if you are interested, that you should give it a try. It's worth playing in that sense. Is it worth playing for a, a good Star Fox game? No, this is not a good Star Fox game. But is it respectable in my eyes? Yes. I've always said that I think this game would, would be phenomenal if they just made it work with the standard controls. Um, and the game actually, I don't think you've tried it, but the game actually has a co-op feature where, Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah, where one player just plays with the pro controller or whatever on the TV and flies, and then the other player plays with the cockpit view on the gamepad and shoots. And that, like, like that way of playing it is really fun. Um, you know, because it kind of, you know, has, you know, both, you know, players working together and is it kind of you know pretty simple um but yeah having to do both things at once i bought this game brand new for 60 bucks uh i i i didn't i won't say i hated it i would say i had fun with it but i never got the hang of the controls um they they never become seamless where i'm just like oh yeah this makes sense like the whole time i'm like oh yeah I gotta look, okay I gotta okay i gotta look here I gotta look there okay I gotta use this you know it's it's always feels kind of cumbersome so if they would have found a way to fix this game and put it on switch i think it could be like one of the better like star fox arcade style games i agree with you and i think it's really frustrating that the r-wing which is supposed to be super smooth and has piloted great through both super nintendo version 64 and assault is just uh cumbersome in this version one thing that is useful is in the main menu you do get that kind of like metal gear solid vr style uh, experience with each of the uh, vehicles and so like that's kind of a nice refresher uh, before you go back in but my thing is it's already a pain in the ass just setting up the Wii U and now I have to go reteach myself how to pilot the damn 
Landmaster, the Walker. The Walker's the one that's used the most. The Gyro Wing I used once, and the Landmaster came up like two or three times. So it's not like, I mean, those are annoying in a sense. But the fact that not like the the best one is the Walker, in compared to the R Wing. Is kind of frustrating. One thing I think would really fix this experience is if they really just perfected how it played on the TV, and if you could like see the the map with the live UAV of all of the uh, enemy units on the screen. I think that would have been amazing, and it would have been a benign usage of the gamepad. Like I get that they were trying to do something that uses the Wii U gamepad, but it ended up hurting the end product, and so that's disappointing. You live and you learn, and I think Star Fox will come back with a bang. Uh, I bought this on launch. I'm sure Alex did as well. Um, yeah. And I guess I'll take the harsh position on this one. <laughs> I hated this game. It was easily the le my least favorite Wii U game. If I look at the library and there's some shit games on there, this is like the bottom one for me. Um, practically gave me carpal tunnel syndrome trying to beat this. Uh, I, I beat it in one sitting. Maybe that was my problem. Um, it just You said it's, there are some levels that are an experiment in frustration. The entire game for me was an experience in frustration. Uh, I, I admire that they chose to do something different and try to create something that hasn't been done before. That's, a, that's where my appreciation for this game ends. Uh, I, I, just, I see it as a car wreck. I don't know if it's Platinum Games or if it was Nintendo who insisted, I'm sure, that they had to use the stupid controls. Um, I'm not sure which one screwed it up, so I'm just going to blame both of them and say this was a that complete travesty. That was Miyamoto. Yeah. I, well, but I, I know that it was him, his insistence on doing it. I don't know if it could have been good and Platinum Games just no, didn't know how to do it. it. They, finished, they finished it on record saying we did it without motions. He's like, no, 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 we keep the motions in. Yeah, well, this thing, and like, <laughs> and which, which I believe is why they got the job to begin with, is in Bayonetta 2, it had like a, a flight section, and there's actually like an unlockable R-Wing you can get and play it that mm. way. And like, yeah, and it and it plays nice. It's like a little shooter section, you know, and I think, I think that led to them getting the job on Star Fox, but yeah, you could definitely feel some like Miyamoto tampering here. <laughs> but 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 I I don't know if I don't know if that part of it could have been good with the right so, developer. I'm not, I'm not sure. I just don't know. I'm, I mean, I may hate Nintendo for making them do that. Let, let's start there. I, I absolutely think Nintendo screwed up there. I don't know if Platinum Games just didn't make it make yeah, it good. Yeah, because Platinum's got a solid track record. I only have like two shitty games that I could count. Yeah, but of this kind of game, isn't it? Aren't they usually more like beat 'em ups, like action? Uh, yeah. Look at look at look at look at, look at near Automata. There's shoot 'em up sections a lot in that game, and that shit's sure. awesome. Yeah, but sure. with the Wii U controller, I don't know. It, it's, <laughs> I, I just don't know that they that they that <laughs> they could have handled the Wii U thing, and I don't know if anybody could. That's why I don't know well, who, to, who to cast they the blame on. They could made it just for the pro controller and say, "Hey, we don't want to use gyros and camera. Just play it with the D pad or analog with." The face yeah. buttons. There you go. Yeah, I definitely don't want to take any blame away from Nintendo. They certainly have their fair share on this one. So I don't know. This game just to me was a complete disaster. I oh, it. I agree. It was a train wreck, and there's no reason that as the last game on the <laughs> Wii U, it should be one of the worst examples of the Wii U. Oh, well, dude, it was. It's 2016 Nintendo, so they're just they're just driving into cliffs and everything else. They're just fucking yeah. this Chibi Robo Ziplash Amiibo Festival fucking. 
you know, uh, Hey Pikmin, you know, Federation Force. They don't know what the hell they're doing anymore. That they, you know, I like 2016. Paper Mario, Color Splash. <laughs> yeah, Color Splash. I don't know what the fuck's going on in 2016. They're just like, just try it, just do it. I don't care. <laughs> I think one of the boons to this though is that if you're a Star Fox fan, you can safely take a pass on this because it's basically 64, mm. even though it's not. So it's really only at that point for the mega fans, which is kind of a disservice to the Star Fox fan base because it's basically like the nail in the coffin. Uh, but really, it it doesn't deserve to be one game that cements whether we get more Star Fox games or not. I think it was nice that we got Starlink after that with some real Star Fox tie-in story and with the R-Wing. Mm -hmm. This game was unique. And it was cool, but if you're looking for something that actually controls, Starlink is your bet. I do like uh, one thing I was messing with is I have the Fox and the Falco Amiibo, so you can actually use the Super Nintendo style ship if you tap the Fox Ooh, Amiibo. That's kind of cool. And that was a nice aesthetic choice. And also, I do love how polished it looks mm -hmm. as far as like being a reimagining of Star Fox 64. Yeah. And, you know, I know the carpal tunnel thing, like it, it makes sense, especially if you're doing it in one sitting. And I had to keep recentering the gyroscope, but it's easy. It's real easy once you get the fact of like, um, I, I'm maybe easy is an overstatement, but it's basically like a twin stick in a sense, mm -hmm. because you are using uh, the left analog to, to move and then you're using left and right on the right analog to to turn and then right trigger is your fire. So it is pretty benign. And then wine, why is not wine? Why is uh, recenter? So everything is like within grasp on the game path. It is weird. It is not solid, smooth, which is like really what anybody who loves Star Fox wants and knows. But it's playable, barely. <laughs> That's my other issue, is that Star Fox 64 is already a retelling of Star Fox 1. So this is like the third fucking time we've done this. I know, but like, you know, it's it's interesting how they switch it up. So like Attack Carrier, which is always the first boss in like 64 and SNES, suddenly becomes one of the last bosses, but it becomes all range mode. I love how they like switch things up like that. And uh, well, I guess one of the hard things was that some of these boss battles were just really hard. Like, and combined with the fact that you're dealing with understanding controls and like five different objectives at once god that final andros battle forget it oh my god um <laughs> uh it becomes a nuisance and so i i will definitely acknowledge that what's what's the best star fox did I, just, did I just drop a bomb on you yeah it's really debatable um i don't know it's there so many of them are good for different reasons I like Super yeah, Nintendo I for the, the soundtrack. Three. Super Nintendo soundtrack is a classic. Sure. To me, it's 64. Um, and even that kind of computer graphic style of the Super Nintendo one is great. But I have to go 64 as well. Something about that like one hour playthrough and this kind of like diverging path. You don't really get that in the Super Nintendo. You get to pick your path, which is cool. But um, And then the voice dialogue is classic. That was another thing. I wish that the voice dialogue like had that same kind of um exaggeration in this one it almost felt pacified i don't know i'm, star, just me I'm a star fox 2 fan so i'm gonna say star, star fox 2 is my favorite so i really want to play the japanese port of the n64 game i want to hear their lingo in japanese 
Oh, oh I've heard a little bit of it. It's funny. Are we ikimashou? I don't know why Falco seems like he would sound like Hihachi to me. Let's go American Falco. Falco's Anything in else? Chad. Anything else about Star Fox Zero, Teddy? Oh, zero regrets, zero fucks given. <laughs> Still not as good as Star Fox Command. Moving on. Um, Spencer, oh, you, you want to go next? Sure. I'll go next. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no. I just know that this community doesn't like this game. That's that's fine. <laughs> my my pick is World of Warcraft Shadowlands. Fuck yeah, Terry's <laughs> gonna love this. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was thinking like, oh my god. Expect an essay. Whatever. Um, it's a it's the latest expansion from World of Warcraft, the popular MMORPG. Or the becoming less and less popular MMORPG. Uh, I'm a huge MMORPG fan. I, I played pretty much all of them. Um, wow. I think, unfortunately, that kind of game is pretty much out of favor at this point. And is pretty well-worn territory and kind of boring. So it's, it's interesting to see like a new expansion, see how they try to mix it up. They took the level cap, which was, I believe, 120. And they smashed it back down to 60, which is pretty impressive. So they had to do a lot of different stat and calculation requirements for that. And um, they give you a new place to start journeying. And what I guess, I mean, if you, you, I don't need to explain what World of Warcraft is. But, like, I guess what I, what I wanted to try out from it was to see how they evolve the MMORPG or how they choose to evolve the genre. And I can definitely tell that they really are focused on a single-player experience for the leveling up. They pretty much don't care about multiplayer at all, which I have mixed feelings about because it's a massively multiplayer game. So it's like, I don't know, it seems like your audience is a little confused. But they basically made a Witcher kind of game, or, a, or really, I guess more accurately, an Ubisoft kind of game, where you just have a shitload of quests on a map and you just can go do them in the order that you choose and... Uh, one thing I didn't like about it is that it sca uh, the whole world scales with you. So if you're level 18, let's say, all the enemies will either be 17, 18, or 19. And then if you level up, they will level up with you. The cons of that is that you don't feel like you grow from place to place. Uh, you can't really go back and revisit a place and stomp, like finish up little quests or something. Because uh, they're the same level as you, so kind of everywhere feels the same. Uh, the pros are that you can go back and farm for requirements and farm for, like, if you need to upgrade your collecting skills, you can go back there and still kill stuff and it'll still give you experience. So that's kind of cool. But I, I, don't, I think the cons are stronger than the pros there. Um, I wish I could play more of the late game, but it's, I'm just, it takes a little bit of time to level. I've done both the Horde and the Alliance side, and I can safely say the Alliance is way, way more interesting. It follows more of a Nordic style of gameplay. Or sorry, of, of world and the horde falls more like of like a tribal, like um, Native American almost or Incan style, and I don't really care about that culture. So I really really like the alliance one. I didn't really care for the horde. Uh, that's really the most I have to say about it. Overall, I'd say it's probably a negative. I don't think they did a very good job of bringing people back, and I think that the stats are kind of showing that. Um, but I do like playing it 
I just don't know if I would play it for a long time. And I think that's what an MMORPG is supposed to make you want to do. So. You want to stay to that? Ow! Wow! Wow! What's the, uh, wow. What's the level of entry for, like, newcomers? Like, say, I wanted to get into this. Um, it's disgustingly newbie friendly. It's, like, painfully friendly to new players. Uh, which kills it for me. Uh, what I loved about it was how difficult it used to be and how you just didn't know shit and they just plopped you in like, good luck, and you kind of figured it out. But that's the magic of it is that you learn it and through tri- trial and error. Nowadays, it's it. handheld, tutorialed, and just like, here you go. Here, you get to level 10 almost with your hand being held the entire time. It's like guiding you. Make sure you upgrade your skills. Like They have a big thing that points at it, and you got to... Ugh. And, and I, I made a character three times, so I had to go through it every time. It's dismal. Gave me the RuneScape flashbacks, trying to just like get some <laughs> hay, and some people level sixty just come massacre you. Dude, I'm trying to farm, literally. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I played a little bit of World of Warcraft back in the day. I enjoyed it, um, but it was it was like a pay by the month thing. So mm-hmm. I did it for three months, and that was it. Um, it's interesting that it did kind of get replaced. You know, that used to be like the Fortnite nowadays, I guess, would be like the World of Warcraft. Um, Fortnite. Yeah. Well, it just in terms of just huge Broad internet popularity. phenomenon yeah. that people buy into. Uh, what do you think is the fate for uh, Blizzard and Co. with Warcraft? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think that the MMORPGs in their current incarnation are cancer. They're just not. They're not sustainable. When you have a game like Fortnite or something that you can just kids can play for free and just fuck around in, I just don't see how you could sustain it. And they're losing numbers like crazy. Um, the format's really boring too. They've been kind of at the same thing for a long time now, and other people have done it better. Final Fantasy XIV is like by the numbers a better game. It's just I don't have as much rooted in it, so I just don't go over. Um, yeah, I'm scared to touch that game. I want to, but I don't. What, what would dissu- dissuade you from it? Just the time? Uh, yeah, it's it's an investment, dude. We're not talking 200 hours. You're talking like 500 to a fucking thousand hours worth of game. I'm mm-hmm. good. <laughs> well, and the other thing that sucks about them is nowadays they're not difficult. The, po- the point is more of a checklist system, like an like a Ubisoft game. Like, it's yeah. nothing that you can say, like, oh, I couldn't beat this level. Like, in the classic WoW, there were parts of it that were just, if you didn't have a friend to help you through it, you you just get fucked. Like, you just, it's just too hard. Nowadays, like, like dungeons, for example. Back in the day, I don't know when you used to play, Teddy, but they, they in, in, uh, at the end of Wrath of Lich King, they introduced something called Dungeon Finder, which you could just queue up in a dungeon, you'd just be teleported to it. Well, it sounds like a really novel idea. But it also ruins the dungeons because then they're not like cool places that are hard to explore. They're like, you you just run through it, you finish it, you say later losers, and then you teleport out, and then it's gone. Whereas before, it was it wasn't every night that you could do a dungeon. You had to fight your way through it. You had to see if you could get people that wanted to do it with you. You had to get like minded individuals who'd be willing to share loot, et cetera, et cetera. And that was part of the fun of it. And I think people forgot that that was part of the fun of it. And now it's. The most forgettable part of the game is doing dungeons. So it hurts content, really. Is a pity. Terry, what do you think? Yeah, Terry, let me hear it. 
Fucking World of Warcraft fucked Warcraft up the ass. <laughs> don't like it. <laughs> I, I don't give a shit about MMO. I, I played a little bit of uh, a Final Fantasy XIV. It was cool, but I'm just not an MMO guy. Oh, and I tried uh, Fantasy Star Online, but yeah, just, like I said, just don't care that much. It's not really an MMO. Oh, whatever. Same thing to me. <laughs> Yeah, unless I'm doing like quick deathmatch, just killing each other, I'm good. I'm like a story or like a narrative based uh, online only game. It's not my thing either. Hmm. Class did you pick? What is it called? What'd you ask? Oh, what, class? what class did you pick? Yeah. Um, I went out of the box and picked a warrior, which was fun. I don't usually, when I pick, play these games, I do spellcasters. So then I did, um, I did Warlock, which is my original thing. I, I have an affinity for darkness, for like the evil stuff. Um, but Warlock wow, didn't... that was the, that was the edgiest thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> I have an affinity for darkness. For darkness. Yeah, it should be. Spencer, 2021. <laughs> I have an affinity for darkness. <laughs> That's his caption. That was very black metal of you. <laughs> yeah. You the black metal award. No, it's funny. I always pick, like, evil, like, dark magic kind of things. I just, I don't know why I always liked it. But um, I don't like the way the warlock You're plays. You're so strong. <laughs> yeah. And so I picked a priest, which can go shadow priest. So I picked the shadow priest. And I'm actually really liking that one. Welcome to a world. A whole new world. I will show you a world. Alright, Terry, come at me. I'm done. Go ahead. Okay. I guess I'm anchoring this bitch. Um, so, I played my 3DS. Isn't that a shocker? Wow! Wow! And I've, I've been playing my 3DS a little more lately. And I was originally gonna, as a joke, because I knew we were gonna have Jason on, I was gonna do a Pokemon game. Uh, but I, I changed my mind. Uh, I'm not doing a Pokemon game. Wait, can you can you uh, fill us in why that's a joke? <laughs> <laughs> Jason, do you want to say why it's a joke? <laughs> uh, I'm just I, I don't get the appeal. I'm not a Pokemon fan. I understand yeah. people would like it because of the gameplay, but I have no nostalgia for it. I didn't watch it as a kid or collect the cards. My brother did for a minute, but. I, I missed the boat on that, so I don't get it. I do like monster collecting in uh, Dragon Quest Eight and doing the tournaments, and that was fun. And uh, Nino Cooney, yeah. but that's as close as it gets. Yeah, I always see. Talk about I, right there. I always see Jason post um, Pokemon memes and stuff. Oh, so. where it says, I don't see the difference in these photos. It shows all the FIFA games, and it shows all the different Pokemon games. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> true. Like so I was like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to do it. So I'm not saying what I picked is much better, but I think it's more interesting. Um, so um, I just want to – this isn't what I picked, but just to show of hands, how many of you guys have played Zelda 2? Oh, I have. I love that game. I like, it better, I like it better than Zelda 1, which is like heresy to people. I yeah, I also like Zelda 2 better than Zelda 1. I think that game's more interesting. Yeah. Um, I like the music, too. The, 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 I think it has better songs, too. Well, I've been buying some 3DS games, and, and stay with me here. 
Um, one of my endeavors was, you know, I'm a I'm a pretty big uh, animation fan, so I wanted to get all of the um, games based on Adventure Time for the 3DS, and I did that. And the first one they released was Adventure Time. Hey, Ice King, why'd you steal our garbage? And it's a love letter to Zelda 2. It's uh, made by Way Forward, and it was um, overseen by the creator of the show. And yeah, it's basically like if they took Zelda 2 and like fixed the uh, the issues with that game. So like, it's you know it's very clear what your objectives are. And Z- Zelda 2 could be a little um, little cryptic. Yeah, a little cryptic. So this game kind of fixes that, where it's you know it's a little more straightforward. Um, but it's same concept. Like you have like an overworld map with like monsters, like 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 you know in, in like random battles. It's got when you go to towns and levels and dungeons, it's like side-scrolling action with like swordplay and all these different moves you can get. There's even like a down thrust, like Link had a down thrust. Um, it's very cool, you know, and it's and it's by the way forward team, so it has the same kind of polish as say the like Shantae series, uh, you know, does. Um, but it's just based on the Adventure Time cartoon. Um, I don't know. I found this game to be really fun and charming. It's super short. It's like five hours long. Um, and I played through it, and I don't know. I, ha- I had a really fun time. I was pleasantly surprised because um, I have played other games in this, you know, in the uh, Adventure Time series before, and they try different things. Like, like I think one's like a turn-based RPG. One's like a point-and-click. One's like a dungeon crawler, you know. Uh, but this is the like the uh, best one, uh, like in my opinion, and it was only on the, the DS and 3DS. And um, I just, me being a fan of Zelda 2, and I'm also a fan of like the Wonder Boy and like Monster World games uh, that kind of have a, that, you know, you know that, that, that like, sc- like side scrolling RPG action. Um, it was really appealing to me. Um, the game has some really funny moments. I think one of my favorite moments is that there's a boss fight with this guy. I forgot his name, but it's like it's like Bobbity, the uh, the cutest warrior, and it's like starts up like the boss fight. It cues his like health bar, and you hit him one time, and he like falls the dust. He just dies, and then you do like a little victory dance. And I was like, I don't know, that that was like the funniest shit to me at the time because I was because I was I was expecting some like really tricky boss fight, but I just hit him one time, and I was like, duh, 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 duh. and I was like, oh okay, sure, whatever. Uh, um, and there's some other really funny moments in the game. It really stays faithful to like the quirky nature of the uh, Adventure Time cartoon. Um, so yeah, that was my pick. Sounds pretty cool. I know PS3 also has a really good like dungeon crawling RPG uh, Adventure Time game. Yeah, it's. Um, I think you're thinking of the the secret of the name was Kingdom. I think I have that one on PS3 as well, and that one's like more like um, a link to the past style Zelda. So that's pretty cool. I like yeah. that you said that it was appealing because it is Donkey Kong Month. It's shut like, the like... fuck up, Spencer. Just shut the fuck up. Just get out. <laughs> Just leave. Like banana. We're we gonna get a new Donkey Kong game. I mean, it, maybe I'm hoping that's what Retro Studios is doing because I don't think they're doing Metroid. Yeah, I think a Donkey Kong Country inspired um, Adventure Time would be a nice tie-in. So, you know, DK wears a tie. Do you? Did you watch all the cartoon of Adventure Time? Yeah, sadly, I have. Um, I have all ten seasons in the collection's edition DVD set. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
I told you, dude. I do. I like animation. I mean, that's kind of like 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 one of my things. Like, if I wasn't talking about you, uh, gaming on on YouTube, which I've tried, I'd be talking about animation. It's just there's not really a big market for that. I've I've tried it. Nobody really gives a shit. So, hmm. so first off, from the Zelda guy, that was awesome. You, you, those sounds like real cool Zelda style games. I have no uh, knowledge or anything of Adventure Time. Uh, do you think I'd like it? No, um, it's <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, I I like it, but um, it also it. I think the share the show started airing like my last year of high school. No, sorry, not my last year, but like my, my first year of high school. So it was I was still you know a, a, a teenager and I was still fairly you know watching you know newer cartoons. I don't watch a lot of newer cartoons now, um, but it still has like a an air of like I don't know, like, stupid like kid vibe to it to the cartoon. It does get. Like it's like one of those shows that like when it started out it was kind of like this goofy show and then like I think as they got into like I think it's like season five or so actually do get like they they pick up with the the show's narrative because it 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 did like attract like an older audience so it actually did like build a cool narrative I mean the fucking last episode is like they fucking they ended it with like two of the female characters like had like sharing a kiss because they were like fuck it what are they gonna do cancel us like this is the last episode of the show <laughs> uh so uh it's just there's um yeah i mean it, I, I don't think you would like it but it's definitely like no it's more unique than most like uh, cartoon shows so you know i used to watch a little bit i because of circumstances i ha- was forced to watch it quite a bit um, that and Bob's Burgers. It's unfortunate that they made me watch it so much because I got really sick of them. But, I mean, I thought it was a pretty good show for what it was. Uh, what was it? The What was it? There was, like, certain characters in it that I was always always happy to see. It's like, the, the bros. Or the... I can't remember. As soon as I get it mixed up with Aqua Teen Hunger Force because they have some, some similarities. Um, obviously, they're very different shows, but they have a couple, like, similarities, but... Just some of the characters are really, really funny. I, I think there's there's something that you would like in it, Teddy. Just I don't think you'd like it as a whole. <laughs> yeah, like there's probably jokes you would like. Like one of my favorite episodes, like joke wise, is that there's an entire because like the the main you know main characters are like Finn the human and then Jake the dog and, and Jake the dog can like like uh, uh, morph his body and like contort and stuff. And there's a whole episode where it's just Finn off doing his own thing. And then at the very end of the episode, one of the side characters asks, "Hey, where's Jake?" And he's like, oh, he's he's been in my shirt pocket this entire time. And he opens his shirt pocket, and Jake just, like, farts. And that's, like, the, the end joke of the episode. And it's just like, well, what? And they just cut the black. And it's just like, <laughs> what? That's how you end the episode? It's stupid. Okay, I found him. I like Lumpy Space Princess oh, and yeah. Tree Trunks. Oh, I, I love Lumpy Space Princess because uh, she's voiced by Pendleton Ward, the creator of the show, which is this big bearded man. Um, he's doing like a like a oh my god like voice and then, um, and then yeah tree trunks is voiced by an actual old lady um, which is hilarious yeah. um, which oh yeah which that reminds me on the t- uh, start screen of this game if you put in the Konami code um, a a like eight bit version of Pendleton Ward will start dancing and he's like secret screen you found the secret screen secret secret screen it's just stupid it serves no purpose but it's just it's just there. <laughs> That's a good little uh, touch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he wanted to do, like, I think he originally wanted to do, like, the Pepsi Man thing, or the guy was just be, like, like, yelling at the TV, being like, Pepsi for TV game or whatever. And, you know, but 
I think you had to settle for that. <laughs> but uh, no, if I mean if you like platformers in Zelda two, it's cool. Uh, Way forward, you know they do pretty good shit. You know Shantae, they did the um, what is the the Mindy Switch Force games and stuff. So um, I like I like some of their their output. So I was pleasantly surprised by this game. It's pretty good. It got like eights, I think. You know, like like sevens and eights. Hmm. I wish Konami would sell Castlevania rights to Way Forward and just do Nintendo exclusives. That would be, dude. That would be fucking awesome. Yeah. Start a petition or um <laughs> or um what's the name um the uh, NT creates right? They, they yeah. Do, like, the Bloodstained. Yeah. yeah, they're good too. So. Shovel Knight. That's yeah. Yacht Clubs. Did you, uh, did y'all play uh, yeah, yeah, Cyber yeah, yeah, Shadow? Yeah. I just beat that recently. Fuck yes, that game is. I, I haven't beat it because I suck, but that game's. Oh, like the hardest boss guy, right? is. It's not even the last boss. It's the fucking water dragon in the fourth stage. That boss is bullshit. Uh, yeah, it's like a Ninja Gaiden game, basically. Yeah, I was pretty excited for that because I'm a big Shovel Knight fan, so. So I'm gonna keep my eyes out for Cyberpunk. What? <laughs> Cyber Shadow 77. It's on Game Pass, so you could play it for free if you just make a new account and do the one dollar Game Pass. Hmm. For free. If you want to be two ninety nine now. If you want to be cheap. You need to own an Xbox One in order to be cheap. I think it's on PC Game Pass. You might want to look into that. Oh, what a way for me to end fucking game talk for the bitch time. That show's quirky. I've seen a couple episodes with like uh, my nephew. I, I love. I don't. It. I don't dislike it or anything. I'm just not gonna watch it. Yeah, I got the yeah. See, I have the uh, uh, the box set of it, and like it comes in like a really cool like um like almost like a pop up book style thing with like all the DVDs yeah. and like different sleeves. It's super fucking cool. The only box set of old cartoons I want f complete with everything is Beavis and Butthead and Ren and Stimpy. I'll rewatch all of that, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Dude, I have a little Ren and Stimpy sitting on my computer desk right now. <laughs> I must be the most boring adult ever because I like King of the Hill. That's my favorite. Well, King of the Hill is awesome, though. <laughs> it's good, but it's dry. But I, I like its humor, too. I like Boomhauer and Dale. <laughs> I like Pocket Sand. Like all Guns don't kill people. The government does. <laughs> it just—it makes me laugh that it shouldn't be a cartoon. Like, yeah, I like John Redcorn. They just went out of their way to make a thing that shouldn't it, be a cartoon. It's, it's just kind of a, like a redneck sitcom in cartoon form. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It. Yeah. The the advantages of being an animated show there 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 is none. <laughs> There's no advantage. Of yeah, it's no advantage. Yeah, yeah, nothing cartoony happens on that show. That show could be remade in live action, which they should maybe do in the future. No, no, no. just scene by scene. <laughs> just scene by scene, just remake of it. What the yeah, hell are you I doing? The, the... Damn it, Bobby! <laughs> like in thirty years. Damn it, Bobby! <laughs> That, you know, the, uh, Hollywood. Will, you know Hollywood will do that. Let's remake something that's old in live action. Yeah. <laughs> There's a fan base for that, for the King of the Hill. Up into like Middle America. I love that show. I think it's great. I could play that whole theme song on guitar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Did you um? I don't know. 
Do you want to re- give us a, re- a review of something as, as as Alex Jones before we sign off? Wait, wait, it's nah. got to be one of two games, Alex. Okay. <laughs> oh, nah. oh, okay. Yeah. oh, okay, okay, so, so on this show, we have we have two games um, that we are are I guess infamous for, and you have to pick one. They are Clue Clue Land or Columns. Hello, everything dropped out. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Hello. Oh, did you hear me? I guess not. No. Say oh, it again. Okay, so on this show, we we are infamous for for bringing up two um, pretty pretty terrible games, and they are Clue Clue Land and Columns. Um, I want you to pick one of those. I don't think I played Clue Clue Land, <laughs> and that name I, that name is just offensive. It sounds very much like a Klansman game. <laughs> okay, so 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 in that case, can you give us an Alex Jones review of Columns? Uh, not right now because I'm back home with the wife. <laughs> She's just oh, like, no. wrap it up. <laughs> oh, pick your person. I don't. You can do uh, anyone. Do any. classic game room columns. Well, today we're going to be reviewing columns. It's a nifty joint. You drop colored shaped spheres in the shape of blocks. It's kind of like playing with my different colored ice cube trays in the freezer <laughs> as I'm getting this nice surge drink to play right now. Uh, it's like Tetris, except it's not. That's pretty much classic game room. I've watched one of those videos for years. He doesn't make them anymore. <laughs> Welcome Doesn't he to have a Patreon? Turbo Volcano. I thought he reviews. I thought he rebranded, and he has a different channel where he does like office supply reviews. <laughs> he did like <laughs> comics for like a year, I think. I seen one like... last. He reviewed like Whiteout for like from Staples. <laughs> so I'm like, what is this guy <laughs> oh, doing? Can you buy that, please? Send it to us. <laughs> yeah, you, that'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'll DM you later um, if I could find it. I forgot the channel name, but yeah, he has another channel. He's doing office supplies, like paper clips and trapper keepers. Like, what is this? This guy's <laughs> lost his mind. I know, <laughs> it's really sad, the... but it does sound kind of interesting. <laughs> Welcome to the Wide Out Review. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, um, Black Metal Gamer, buddy, thank you for coming on this episode of Game Talk. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well done. You guys got got any last words? Join us next time. If you have PS5, buy Returnal. We need unique games. We don't need Sony to be like, oh, quirky, weird games. Nah, let's throw that in the trash, too. I would say don't don't slip on a banana peel. Make sure that you celebrate Donkey Kong Month right by hitting subscribe to the Button Mappers and watching all of our Donkey Kong related content, including this episode. Right? I can I promise that? Did you. I, do that right? I can promise you we're not doing Donkey Kong Month until next month. See you there. See ya. <laughs> hey y'all! Don't forget to subscribe to the Button Mappers.